Hi, welcome to another episode of C Squared, the sci-fi blog and podcast that comments at the speed of light. I'm Christopher. And I'm Karma. And we're here reviewing the latest in the Jurassic Park franchise, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which we just saw. Yeah. Karma, you're... The Jurassic Park fan of the two of us. I'm sure our viewers couldn't tell that. Why don't you lead off? <laughs> well, I liked the fact that it had a lot of homages to the first film. I enjoyed watching it, but I don't feel a need to add this to my collection. And why is that? I thought it was too much like horror action. There was no... A good storyline has ups and downs, hills and valleys. This was all action, 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 action. It's like, okay, all right, can we breathe now? Oh, yeah, now the movie's over. I have to say, sitting next to Karma as she watched this movie, <laughs> it was a constant series of, <gasps> and then every once in a while, one, so there were hills and valleys in there, but not enough. Not enough. Of not enough valleys and way too many hills. Yeah. My reaction was that this film is so okay, it's absolutely average. <laughs> it was all right. There's nothing terribly wrong with it. It really was, as Karma says, an action horror movie. Tons and tons and tons of action. Lots of horror of people and animals and other people and other animals getting eaten by bigger animals. And then those animals get eaten by bigger animals. And yeah, the chain it's, of life. It's nothing you haven't seen before yeah. in the other Jurassic Park movies. Just way more intense and with the pedal to the metal. I guess one of the disappointments I had mm -hmm. is that... With the exception of Jeff Goldblum's character, who incidentally is only in the movie at the very beginning and the very end, yeah. and he doesn't ever interact with any of the other characters. He's uh, testifying before a Senate committee. Uh, his character of Malcolm... Ian, Ma Ian, Ian Malcolm, Malcolm, yeah. The mathematician who believes in chaos theory. And throughout this entire movie, he is the only one... Well, let me back up. The premise of the movie is that all the dinosaurs previously created for the previous Jurassic movies, are on Isla, an island, right? Yeah, Isla, Isla Nublar. Uh, something like that. Which now has developed a volcano and is erupting, and so all It's the an extinction-level event! Yes, all the dinosaurs are going to get wiped out. And Ian Malcolm, the Jeff Goldblum character, in his Senate testimony, is the only character in this entire movie to express what I think is a very reasonable viewpoint, which was, well... Maybe we ought to let the dinosaurs go extinct again. They were extinct for millions of years, yeah. and it was artificial to bring them back. And every interaction humans have had with the dinosaurs we've revived has been a, a terrible disaster. So why do we want to keep doing this? But as I say, yeah, that's he's the only character in the entire movie who gives this reasoned presentation. Well, of course there wouldn't be a movie if they were... <laughs> oh, of I mean, course, but there could be... A discussion between some of the other major characters That's about, true. well, is this a good idea or is it not a good idea? They just sort of rush headlong into saving of, the dinosaurs. It kind of happens at the end when the woman is going to push the button to save the dinosaurs. And Christopher Bat's character says, think about this. 
We're not see, on an island anymore. See, but her first reaction was, I can't let them die, I can't let them die, which is yeah. her reaction through the whole movie, which, this is the Bryce Dallas Howard character, who in this movie is head of a Save the Dinosaurs ecological movement, yeah, and, and how that. the character we saw in Jurassic World became this person is absolutely beyond me, because she yeah. was horrified by all the stuff with the dinosaurs in the last movie, but yeah. okay. This movie requires her to be a, 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 save, save, a save, save the whales yeah. type, so that's yeah. what she is. And there were other things there, too, that were a little bit, like, off. Well, the Chris Pratt character, if anybody was going to be in favor, or more in favor, of saving the dinosaurs, it might be the Chris Pratt character, since he did train the dinosaurs in right. the last movie. And, and he, he had a relationship with He has a relationship with Blue. with Blue, the Velociraptor, and he knows that they, they can be, that they're trainable. But he has just completely opted out of everything after yeah. it's implied he had a failed romance with Bryce Dallas Howard's character. Yeah. And I didn't care for the way his character came off. He's out in the wilderness building himself a cabin, and she comes to shame him into helping to save the dinosaurs, and he <laughs> he kind of says, yeah, I'm fine with letting them all die, but he doesn't give any real reason for that other no. than, you broke up with me. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything to help. Yeah. Which is yeah. not a real reasoned or heroic stance either. And I think another thing that I that lessened the experience of the movie for me was that there was so much that was predictable. I mean, the opening scene. Okay, how many times have they experienced bad things when it's raining torrentially and around dinosaurs? You'd think they wait for the storm to be over, but no, no, let's go full head on, get this piece of DNA while there's a storm. So, of course, three people die. Yep. And actually, the only surprise was that everyone didn't die. Yes. And... Uh, the, there, there are repeated tropes. Oh, and then there's this. the guy who's collecting teeth. When well, I'm, I was about to mention him. <laughs> please, please let me. Hat tip here to the blogger Ken Begg at Jabutu.com who first pointed this out in a brilliant article about uh, Jurassic Park 2 The Lost World. Mm -hmm. He pointed out that through all the Jurassic Park movies, anybody who uses firearms or is a professional military operator or a professional hunter always comes to a bad end, yeah. and nobody ever manages to use firearms effectively. And they're always treated as total morons, even though these are the guys with experience in hunting and wilderness survival and using guns to keep themselves alive. Yeah. Ken Begg attributes this, attributes this to uh, Steven Spielberg basically going, oh, I'm a Hollywood auteur now, and we all know guns are icky. <laughs> Without getting into a gun debate, I think the point here is, once again, we get someone who is at least implied to be a professional military man yeah. or a professional mercenary, who not only is a sadist, his thing is that he, when they've captured a dinosaur, he goes in with a pair of pliers and rips out one of its teeth for a necklace he's making. Yeah. Because that's a smart thing to do. Yeah. To get real close to a dinosaur like that. And not only mouth. that. Not just as close to a dinosaur. To their but mouth. To their mouth. <laughs> but then, spoiler alert here if you haven't seen this movie yet. At the end, <laughs> yeah. as you pointed out, the professional military hunter 
goes to the what do they call it? The Indoraptor, which Indoraptor. is the, the latest new ultimate Genetically dinosaur created. that they've created that is like uh, deadlier it, than the last. He shoots it with two tranquilizers. It looks like it's asleep, right? Right. So he goes into the cage. Does I mean if I were him, I would just put my arm through the bar and, into the and, cage. And gets out the pliers and he thinks he's gonna pull the tooth of this. And then he has a hard time with it. Of course, you know, that's when the dinosaur is like faking him out, literally faking him out, and then chomps on his arm. Bites off his arm and then then chomps the rest of him. Yeah. It's just very tiresome that in this film, as in a lot of the Jurassic films, except for the first one, nobody really is competent in these movies. Yeah. I guess Chris Pratt kind of is, but only really with Blue. Yeah. And I guess the scientist... Who's played by oh, the, um, uh, R.D. Wong, I think? Well, yes. I mean, I mean he's but he's the bad guy. Yeah, he's the bad guy. So, yeah. But he's obviously competent. And he also knew this this dinosaur should not be let go because it's a prototype. He yeah. knew that in order to make the dinosaur what they wanted it, it needed to be raised by... And I guess... Spoiler in, alert, blue. And, and, and I guess in this one also the, uh, the secondary woman lead who's... Um, the a, a, a dinosaur a vet. paleo veterinarian. Paleo veterinarian. A dinosaur vet who actually does save Blue's life at yeah, one she point, does. and she's she comes across as pretty competent. Competent? Um, she says she's a bitch. Well, <laughs> oh my! This one character, she is mean to everyone. There isn't a nice bone in this woman's body unless it's a dinosaur. And meanwhile, we have the African American computer whiz who screams movie. like a little girl. Who screams like a little girl <laughs> and comes across as a total phoebe. But hey. He's doing better than the African-American computer scientist <laughs> in the first Jurassic Park who got eaten. So That's true. Now, there were some beautiful moments, there cinematically. Some, yes, I mean, there were some artistically there good was choices. A, there was a scene where there's a little girl who apparently you didn't know she was what she was. I pegged it we, early. We, I'm, spoil, I'm not gonna, you're not going to spoil them? I wasn't going to spoil that Well, one. I guess it's not that important. It's not that important. But, but anyway, there... Yeah, she had it all figured out, I didn't. <laughs> So Christopher Pratt and the redhead girl and the little girl, redhead lady, lady. And, and little girl. You are, sexist. I know. Are you anti-feminist, <laughs> you? Me. So all the lights are out and they're trying to get away from the Indoraptor by hiding in the stuffed dinosaur exhibits. Then the computer guy, who doesn't know that this is what they're doing, turns on all the lights and the little girl's looking out the glass window into the area where the Indo dinosaur is. And you see the reflection of the Indo-dinosaur's teeth. And they're right over her face. So it was almost like one of those, like, Day of the Dead masks, where it was, it was just a nice visual. And then there's one where the Indoraptor's on the roof, and he and, roars. In the, the pouring rain. In the pouring rain, there's a moon behind his face. It's like, oh. That was there like, were a couple of scenes on the island that were nice yeah. before all this Oh, happened. and then, of course, there's the heart-wrenching death of the Brachiosaur that's left yes, behind on the diamond. Left behind it, the ship is falling away, and you <laughs> and, see and, and the clouds goes, of dust and lava are And, and everyone's the looking at it going... <laughs> one... One final point I want to make is one thing I really did appreciate about this movie is, yes, once again, there is a little kid character in it, but for once, the little kid is not a dinosaur expert, they're not a computer programming expert, she's not really an expert in anything, and she doesn't really make a really big contribution to the plot. She sort of more overhears everything that's going on and sort of fills in 
Yeah. Um, our two and she's a characters. big reveal that I but, figured out. But, but, but the thing I appreciate about her is finally, at last, in a movie, we have a little kid who acts like a little kid. The dinosaurs roar at her, and she runs away screaming. Yeah. And after this horrible encounter with the, um, with the Indoraptor, Indoraptor, she runs up to her bedroom and hides in her bed and go, pulls up her covers. Well, and she's supposed to be what? I mean, this is not an old kid. She's like seven. Yeah. And well, that makes that, I mean, perfect sense. It's a wonderful moment because she's acting like a real person. And how many to, of us, as little kids, yeah. to, in order to hide from the monster, went under... Because the other yes. one those blankets, they're monster-proof. It's a... Fallacy is not the word I want, but it's a something that has to happen for these movies to exist. Yeah, is for characters who supposedly are ordinary, normal people like you and me get roared at by dinosaurs and don't immediately crap their drawers and fall into a faint <laughs> or yeah. run away screaming. They manage to know enough to pick up the gun or to do whatever it is they need to do. They're all composed and they manage to pull it together. Well, yes, that's because they're heroic characters and if everybody just got eaten or fell down, yeah. there wouldn't be a movie. But it is nice to at least have an acknowledgement. A little in this girl one who acts like a little girl. To have a little girl who acts like a little girl. Yeah. Yes. And this yeah. is nothing against little girls. I, we one, one would hope that if the character had been a little boy, he would have acted exactly the same way. Yeah. Yeah. A little boy probably would have been seeing the dinosaur and going, oh, yeah, wow, that's awesome. And then when it roared at him, he'd run away screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and again, and then all the bad guys get their comeuppance, yes. which is also very predictable. Yep. So I guess for me as an overview, I thought the movie had too much action, a little too much ineffective horror, and a lot of predictability that didn't take away from my entertainment during the film, but doesn't make me want to necessarily see it again. Whereas I own Jurassic Park. I no. own that film. I have two, really? two copies. I own two copies of that movie. I love I got DTS and stuff. Anyway. What she said. <laughs> Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. It's so okay. okay. It's average. Yeah. We'll see you next time. See you we'll next see time. squared. Okay, whenever you are. Is it is it recording? Yes, it's already recording. Are you going to be moving the camera around some more? <laughs> yes, how about are that? Are you going to tell me, <laughs> are you going to interrupt me and tell me where I'm supposed to look? Yes, look right here. Thanks. <laughs> okay. I got someplace you can look. <laughs> this All could right. be in our blooper reel. Or not. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm ready, give me a second. <laughs>